And welcome back, everybody, to the Freaking Awesome Podcast, and this is episode 47. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Let's kill that bass head. Let's do this. I'm on the air, we on the air, we got this pockets flow. It's me and Tony on the mics, we gotta let you know. Of current events, little gaming, sprinkling some entertainment. We stay humble, but our mom still thinks we're famous. Turn up the bass and baby, maybe let that magic flow. Our spoken word is all the things you really wanna know. Having a good time on the show, T-Bows and Maddie G. Tune in and hit subscribe and join us on the FAP. Welcome everybody to the Freaking Awesome Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Bose, and socially distancing, sitting across from me, is my brother from a sexier mother, Maddie G. <laughs> hey there, uh, I'm uh, pretty good here. <laughs> How you doing, bud? <laughs> I threw oh, you with the mother same, thing man. this time, didn't I? <laughs> What? I said I threw you with the mother thing this time. <laughs> I could tell there was uh, yeah, a delay. Yeah, you, you threw me off. I loved it. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> That's not awesome. I almost spit out my water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? You're uh, good looking. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I can totally see where you get your uh, where you get your jeans from though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you talking about my mom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> So, um, you're you're ready to rock and roll today. Yep. Well, that's good fan- as ever. That's fantastic uh, because we have a very special guest who's a recording artist. Uh, his name is Mike Ruby. Mike, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you very much for being on the show. Hey, thanks for having me. It's gonna it's, be fun. It's gonna be great. Um, but before we get too far into things, uh, Maddie, how about you start with our news? Absolutely. Um. First article, topless woman saves family from drowning in the UK. Um, Article reads, she she wasn't wearing a Baywatch swimsuit. Actually, she wasn't wearing anything up top at all. But a woman in England still managed to save the day uh, for some struggling swimmers. Jessica Lane, 28 years old from Cornwall, UK, was sunbathing topless on Nature's Beach Beach Pedenvoundir near Porcuno on Tuesday when she went in for a short swim. Uh, it was just after 3 p.m. The tide was coming up. I decided to go for a final dip before going home, Layton told Cornwall Live newspaper. I was topless in the sea when I saw two young women struggling to swim near rocks. Another, mem- another member of the family ran in to help them, and she started struggling too. Um, I swam toward them and thought, ah, shit. Uh, as I realized how strong the rip current actually was, I was struggling myself, and they were panicking, which is never good in a situation like that. She ended up saving two sisters and a cousin, uh, afterwards, one of Layton's friends said, uh, not all heroes wear capes and some of them don't even wear bikini tops. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? So I automatically, as soon as I hear about the riptide, she could have just said the tide pulled it off while I was trying to save your kids. Right? Right. <laughs> she could have right? actually left out the fact that she was topless sunbathing and just said, no, nah, I was fully clothed when I went in. That, that just the current tore off my clothes. No, it was actually like, in, in, there weren't kids there. It was like three women. So, oh, okay. Sorry. When I heard I was young like, women, I just assumed they were like young, young. But uh, no, yeah. no, no. They're 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 adults. younger women though. Wow. But because uh, immediately yeah, that's that funny. Your brain went there. Story... My brain went to. I'm pretty sure I've seen a porno start like this. <laughs> right. <laughs> I thought. Yeah. I thought your story was going to be a little juicier, guys. I mean, you know, topless women swimming out to. Oh, 
Oh, some some older women and some younger women. Oh, okay, it's yeah. not a guy. Oh, okay. right. Where is this you know going? What? Now this is also believable, and now I believe it. But yep. as you guys said, these are all true stories. Yeah, it's true. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, it's well, just like, wait a minute. No Matt's fake going... news on this show. No fake news. <laughs> Matt's just going off on his personal fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, goodness. All right. Well, let's let's, let's get this one a little bit juicier. Um, I, honestly, when I saw that, the, the title of this one, um, <laughs> I honestly didn't know where to go with this, but it was so funny. Uh, wait till the punchline, but the title reads white woman gives birth to black baby accuses husband of having sex with black women. What? <laughs> wait for that. Yeah. 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 So you let, let that mull through a little. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. So this event happened in a Spanish hospital uh, last Monday when a white woman was giving birth and her husband was president in the uh, the delivery room. The labor was going smoothly until the baby appeared, causing great confusion. Uh, first, the medical team thought the baby was darker because of respiratory failure. But when the whole body came out, they realized that it was a healthy little black boy. The exhausted mother opened her arms, received her newborn. And when she had it on her chest, she immediately yelled at her husband, you bastard, I knew you were cheating on me. Look what you've done. Go away. <laughs> wow. The, that's so awesome. misguided. The mother that's started crying awesome. and automatically won the argument as the husband just stood there speechless. And the medical team had to do nothing but respect her, her wishes and escort him out of the room. Wow. Oh my gosh! Now, you know that's uh that reminds me of a few things. First of all, wedding crashers, you shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, and, yep. and also kind of a little bit about the Trump thing about you know there would be fewer cases of COVID if we didn't test. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. that is true. You know? <laughs> that is true. <laughs> uh, that's so true. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, now the father <laughs> number gave... one at COVID. Number one. <laughs> Yeah. Now, the number one um, thing was the two days later, the father gave an interview. Uh, (laughs) The father said, I try to talk to her, uh, but she always just starts crying. I I don't want her to uh, to, I don't want to hurt her. uh, And I just have to accept the accusations (laughs) from the woman's point of view. The doctor says this is impossible, but I saw him chatting with a black woman. (laughs) <laughs> okay wow. uh, oh my god I, I don't even uh. you know what though was well, isn't there like a rare gene though where you can end up being a different ethnicity like uh, honestly, what if it's one of like what if it's I the, think that that's, one I, I think that was one of those things that actually comes as, as, as an excuse uh, but oh. but there you know what I'm willing to entertain the idea and say there is a possibility I don't think that's true, though. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now I have to do research on this. this is, yes. You've ruined my night. Thank that's you. right. That's right. But, uh, <laughs> imagine how he feels. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, did, did you have anything else there, Maddie? Uh, nope. Nope. That's it for me today. Perfect. I, I have a very quick one, and, and you're, you're going to love this one because uh, this one strikes home. This is the Canadian news. Sweet. All right, you ready for this one? I, I don't know if you've seen this, uh, but we are going to post the uh, the video up on our website uh, or, or up on our Facebook page. Uh, this comes from Woodstock, Ontario. 
the, the title says police intervene as a Porsche driver attempts to haul a hot tub using a homemade cart. What? Yeah. So there's video footage of this. <laughs> and honestly, it is the most unbelievable thing you'll ever see. <laughs> so after receiving several reports of vehicle pulling a hot tub down the highway, Woodstock police caught up with the offending driver uh, and pulled him over on Wednesday. Photos of the incident began to make their way around social media the day later, uh, raising more than a few eyebrows. What happened was um, a 54-year-old man was charged with careless driving, and he has this very odd, um, looks almost like a dolly and a whole series of 2 by 4s hauling a 1,500-pound hot tub on the back of his porch. What? Oh, my gosh, man. <laughs> and, That's and honestly, crazy. I cannot even see any ropes lashing it to the thing it's almost like they just tipped it up there and said yeah it's 1500 pounds it'll hold itself <laughs> i've heard of throwing oh. a hot dog down a hallway but never uh, a hot tub down a highway <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> that was good yeah that was good well I'm, I'm actually just looking at a photo of this right now uh this hot tub is um is quite erect it is quite a wreck. It's it's holding it's, up though. It's it's true. It's, it's definitely holding up. I actually, uh, it, it's like a kickstand. It's like bigger than the the, the Porsche. Yes, it's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, that's insane. No, it's it's actually sticking up like eight feet in the air. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> so that's the hot guess... tub. The hot tub is ridiculous. That, yes, that's Dude, what I'm that, that whole hot picture tub. is the definition of white privilege. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so you're driving a Porsche. I mean, how stupid could you be to think that you can carry this hot tub? Uh, oh I, I mean, gosh. I guess his argument is until the cops caught me, it was doing just fine. Yeah. So I, I, I right. don't know. Was was he stupid or ingenious? A for engineering. 100%. Because <laughs> it does definitely look jerry-rigged. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, I give Are those wow. twist ties. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. Uh, Never underestimate wow. the power of a zip tie. Let me tell you. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Right yeah. on. So that's all the news I have for today. Uh, I know we are going to cut our our news segment a little bit short, but uh, that's because uh, we want to turn things over and talk to you, Mike. Awesome. Wonderful. So, um, how about you? Uh, you know what? How about you tell, start uh, by telling our listeners uh, about your new uh, single you dropped? Uh, yeah. So, uh, well, I dropped uh, my last single. What was it? It's called Unapologetic. Uh, around five, five or six weeks ago now. Yep. And um, I'm actually releasing my first EP tomorrow, um, which is crazy. I guess Exciting that's in. News. What is that? Let's let's try to do math right now. <laughs> <laughs> Twelve minus five is seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, see yeah, not no, just a voice uh, got brains too <laughs> oh god so yeah no i wasn't me in the porsche guys i swear to god it wasn't me <laughs> <laughs> would you tell us uh, yeah, if no, it was <laughs> well no i mean that was my kind of inclination that it was me but it wasn't me yeah <laughs> <That's> <laughs> awesome. it was funny actually you mentioned unapologetic that actually came out well it came out on my birthday it's weird because um oh, damn. I remember finding it and listening to it on my birthday because I always look for music and stuff like that and to to listen to while we're doing whatever. And uh, I came across that song. So I was actually really excited when Tony mentioned that uh, you were coming on the show because uh, I kind of 
you know, that your name stuck out, which was awesome. But then it's weird because YouTube changed the release date to the 15th, but it actually came out on the 14th. So I don't know what happened there. But anyways, I remember seeing it released on the 14th. Oh, you know what? That's crazy. That might be because uh, I did a YouTube premiere, which it was the first time I did that. Basically, I didn't know what the fuck that meant to be my friend. <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, basically what it was, uh, you put the movie as and you set it as premiere and then people can actually log on at that time and there's a live chat element that happens okay. and you get you get to actually like chat with all your fans so I had around 50 or 60 fans on at the time and it was just kind of a really cool live chat session while the video was about to be premiered but I think the video was set for uh, that Friday and people started logging in at 11.30 p.m. But it didn't actually start playing or get on the uh, air till twelve oh five a.m. So that would have taken it to that Saturday, which is the fifteenth, I guess. Yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yep. Yeah. How was yeah. the? Uh, how how did you find the interacting with the fan stuff? Uh, the reason I ask is because uh, we have that option to do it with the podcast, and we haven't taken advantage of that yet. But was it pretty cool? It was awesome. Like really, yeah. really amazing. Yeah, it was great. Definitely, uh, like, highly recommend it. I actually spoke to a couple other artists who, you know, I was asking them because I figured they had done it. They had some pretty great numbers, and they were just like, yeah, I've never done it. So then I got back to them later, and I was just like, this is amazing. So uh, it's it's pretty great. And I have another music video coming in two or three weeks, depending on um, just a couple of press outlets in the U.S., mm-hmm. and I'm going to do another premiere with that one. And, um, I think the second time will be a lot better than the first, uh, just because, you know, the first time I was trying to wrap my head around what it was and how it worked and just had a chat with everybody, but it's so real time that, uh, it it was pretty easy. Excellent. Well, and now, now you're, you're one in, right? So a little bit more experience on it. It should be, uh, should be a little bit more, uh, or a little less stress on it. Exactly. And I also, I, I got a ton of friends and fans to participate in this music video. There's like 70 people who are going to be in the video. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, we all we all got um, in a really small room together last week. And uh, no, I'm just kidding. It's COVID. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was, was going to say, I mean, I was uh, like, really? <laughs> Our artists uh, play by their own rules. Though. Yep. <laughs> Jeez. We all crammed into a hot tub. Um, no, no, we didn't do that. Um, but basically they, uh, they all sent me videos from their house and, and it's pretty international, literally from all over the world. And we green screened like TVs, paintings, picture frames, and we just threw them all up on those green screens. So it's kind of like, I mean, I hate saying it because it's so corny, but it's kind of like Harry Potter. Hey, that's where... not corny at all. We're, we're pro <laughs> Harry Potter here. So yeah, <laughs> no, that's I mean, awesome. Hey, I... Yeah, so it's it's pretty fun. So I feel like, you know, since there are so many friends and fans in this one, they're probably going to all want to log in and see what this video is all about, and they'll want to show their friends. So it should be a pretty good turnout for this one. That's really cool. You know, that that actually achieves uh, like a dream of mine. I'm always trying to bring more uh, tech into our house to kind of modernize simple things. And I've often said, hey, wouldn't it be great uh, if we just took out all the photos and and put uh, in digital frames in behind them and made it look like they were moving pictures a la Harry Potter. And, and of course, my wife, who's a huge Harry Potter fan, uh, just kind of looked at me like I was an idiot and rolled her eyes. So. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So oh, the technology exists, man. Yeah, yeah I know. 
<laughs> it's just it's got to be welcomed on both parties, though, right? If if not, then you're living alone. <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah, point. Yeah. So you know what? Maybe yeah. maybe just try switching all the frames without her knowing one day while she's at work. I guess maybe post COVID, <laughs> and and then she'll come back and and you'll just be like, you know, just try dealing with it for a week. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and and if you like it then we'll keep it and if not then i'll tear him down or you know either that or you'll be on the couch i'm not sure but oh, yeah exactly he'll be sleeping in the studio oh at that dude point. you know what i do i i'd like digitize it but then keep the same pictures and have them static but make the eyes move and just fuck with her yeah <laughs> yeah don't, don't think for a second i haven't thought about that <laughs> yeah that's yeah. great there, there is honestly, uh, recording nights are, are, are fantastic because I get a left alone in the house and um, and sometimes you're sitting there when you have some time to yourself after recording and thinking, you know, it'd be great. And then my mind goes off on all these different things and then I have to remember that it wouldn't go over so well with the rest of the family. So uh, so I got I to gotta hold off and, and you know, uh, bookmark those ideas and, and save them maybe for another day and or April Fool's Day. Nice. April Fool's Day could work. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> for sure. So, Mike, how did you? Uh, how long have you been singing for? Um, I actually haven't been singing for too too long. I think it's been six years now. Okay. Um, yeah, but um, but <laughs> I have a funny story about about uh, you know trying to sing. I've been a musician my my whole life, like since I can remember. Yep. And um, I was a saxophone player for a really long time, and I was playing with this kind of like funk fusion pop band and i always wanted to sing by the way like i always wanted to i just never i never tried yeah. for some reason but I, I want i guess i wanted to just be a, an instrumental guy more mm -hmm. but i was playing with this band and there were a lot of vocals and i really wanted to sing kind of backup vocals and the manager of the band was just like all right have you ever sung before and i was like never he was like okay so then i you know i don't think you're going to sing backup vocals so i said um <laughs> Well, what if, you know, what if I try to learn the parts? Because I had a week where I had to learn the music. Uh, and we I was we went up to a farm and spent like 12 hours a day learning these songs. And I was like, well, you know, we're going to have seven long days to learn these songs. What if I try to sing in those seven days uh, and then come back and try it on a show? And, and the manager gave me a shot. Um, and, you know, the parts that I was singing, like, bear in mind, were not even the first background parts, right? Like, they were the second background parts. They were so buried. And I played the mm -hmm. gig, and after the gig, the guy came up to me and was just like, Mike, you're not singing background vocals anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> we've moved you to second background vocals. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no not, not even. They kicked yeah. me off of no, second I know. background vocals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, you're awesome, dude. I, I, I do <laughs> listen to your music. Um, I have YouTube music as my, my uh, weapon, monthly weapon of choice, so I have your songs on there, and it's funny because you you kind of fit right into my playlist, which is awesome, and that's why I was gushing a little bit when Tony said he got you because my uh, not comparing you to other artists, but other artists that are um, similar. Like I have a lot of uh, Maroon Five and Mike Posner and Carl Wolf, and and oh, uh, you, you you slot in very nicely in there. So I love those guys. Love those. Yeah, guys. man. Yeah. Look at that. You're yeah. you're up on Maddie's playlist with uh, with the rest <laughs> of them. That's that's uh, you know that yeah I mean who who who's Adam Levine anyway man <laughs> right yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true you know and I actually look at it and and like I know uh, for you uh, you don't know a little bit uh, about Maddie but uh, Matt's um, uh, a musician himself uh, now 
he doesn't release what he does. And I've been constantly telling him on the show that we should be putting his music in because it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, so when when Matt is gushing about you, you you, you know that uh, your your songs are definitely out there that people have to be listening to them. Oh, that's awesome. Well, Matt, yeah. I'd love to hear your stuff for real. Send it over. All right. You should. You should, Matt. It's uh, he, he does all, all, a lot of them stuff. I, uh, you know, our theme song of our, our show was 100 uh, percent uh, Matt. Uh, he does the, the beats, the vocals, everything on that. So it's. Uh, oh, that's so cool. It's, it's super fun. That's so. so cool. Well, we could totally geek out for the next 45 minutes and talk about digital audio workstations and what you use and what third party instruments you use. But I, we probably shouldn't do that. We just lost all our female <laughs> fan fans. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the vaginas dry up instantly. Just... Exactly. <laughs> Girls are like, just don't talk about the tech, just sing. <laughs> uh, hey, man, I think that's really cool that you um, that you you did saxophone as your primary instrument, though. Um, I played alto sax for a little bit uh, in, oh, geez, coming out of high school into college, and then I switched to guitar. But, uh, man, I love doing that, um, you know, playing alto and um, – do you still play? Like, do you enjoy it still? Um, I definitely enjoy it still. I, I don't play like I used to. I mean, I, I used to, dude, it was crazy. Like before I moved to New York, I moved to New York for college and kind of just to get into those schools, you know, it was such a crazy high level that you had to get to. So I would spend like just a very unhealthy amount in a practice room, like in a dark mm-hmm. room, um, probably, you know, anywhere from eight to 12 hours a day. Um, wow. it was just insane. Um, but yeah, I mean, sorry, what was your question? Just talking about it is scared the crap out of me, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I just wondering if you still love, uh, playing sax and, 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 and you, if you I see... still do it. Yeah. And yeah, if yeah. I still do it, there, there it is. I, I literally just took me back into those, those box days and I was like, uh, um, so yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So you know, when really- I was. Sorry, go ahead. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. Go. Uh, okay, I'll I'll go ahead. You sure you want to go? Yeah. Want me to go? No, you want me go? No, you go. You go. You go. You go. Yeah. You go. All right. Okay. I'll go. So uh, to answer the question, I still love playing it. Um, it's just when I when I realized that I wanted to do the singer songwriter thing, I also realized that I would have to like devote all my time to writing and singing, and so I stopped cold turkey for like three straight years. Wow. So now when I play it, um, some of those chops that I had from the New York days are kind of gone. And I feel like if I were to spend a couple of weeks, you know, practicing those types of hours again, like I'd, I'd probably get them back. Not too much has fallen off, but definitely I notice when I pick it up, there's, there's some rust, major, major rust. So I love it, but it's not, it's not like it used to be. You know what I mean? Nice. Nice. It's Man, like, that like song new, like new Thing by Red Foo, and he's got the saxophone solo in it. And it just, just it, every time I hear it, I'm just like, oh, I love this song just because of that. It's so, kind of less, dude, less jazz, more pop, but. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes there's just nothing like a good sax. <laughs> I, I honestly, uh, I feel it's the one thing that's being missed out of a lot of songs nowadays. I mean, the sax was, was heavy in the 80s and 90s. And then suddenly music just like killed the saxophone. And and I often actually will catch a song or an older song on the radio. And I'll, I'll turn to my wife and say, like, what happened to the saxophone? Like, how come nobody plays the saxophone in music anymore? And yeah, uh, so it was really interesting. You said that was your, your instrument of choice because uh, that was like, you, you know, you could have a guitar or, or a, a bass solo, but nothing dropped 
underwear like a saxophone solo. <laughs> also, back nothing, the times. <laughs> nothing drops double XL underwear like a saxophone solo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me let me let me explain. Let me explain. Um, oh, there's so, a story. <laughs> oh yeah, there's a story. Yep. I was uh, I was playing. I think it was. Yeah, it was. It was Lollapalooza Festival in Chicago yep. with a band called St. Lucia. And um, I was kind of like, you know, the principal like sax dude who would just walk out, wail on a saxophone solo and then just leave. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and I remember Routine this sax. one song, right? It's just a sax dude. Uh, the song is called All Eyes on You. It was actually St. Lucia's, like one of their biggest songs. And I came out to play the solo. And I started playing, and there I am. I mean, obviously, I couldn't see it, but I was on a couple of different Jumbotrons. It it's a pretty huge festival. And I'm playing, and I'm playing. And kind of halfway through the solo, I noticed that the guitar player, Ross, starts kind of laughing at me, um, which is not. Like, that never happens. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a normal occurrence, but no, I'm kidding. So, yeah, I'm, I'm playing, and I'm playing. And, you know, kind of halfway through... Uh, he starts laughing and he laughs kind of the whole way through. And then I finish and I realize that I swear, man, probably not double, probably triple XL underwear. Somebody threw it onto the stage while I was playing and it landed over my shoulder. So I was, I, I played half of this fucking solo with triple XL underwear on my shoulder on the Jumbotron. And, was, and like, I was going for it too, because I had no idea. So that was definitely a, a treat for everybody there. <laughs> you're lucky you didn't catch a wind and blow away. Right? Or, or it's, you're lucky the thing didn't, like, it wasn't drooped over the sacks and you didn't know. You're just like playing through underwear the whole time, dude. That is a freaking awesome story. Did it? Was that? Uh, did you? Do you have that on tape? It's somewhere on the internet, actually. Nice. Jeez, oh, my God. I thought I thought Matt was gonna ask you if you kept the underwear. No, no, um, no, oh, no, I didn't keep the underwear, guys. No, no. honestly, <laughs> sometimes when Matt jumps in, I'm just worried about the random things. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, but oh, wow. but yeah, going definitely circling back. It it is that instrument, you know. When you play it, like yes, you do drop some triple XL on these, but you also get so many people who are just like, oh, saxophone, you yeah. know, just going crazy for it. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I love that. And so, you know, when I play live now. I still play, of course, but I, I would say I play sax like once every maybe five songs, once every six songs. So when I do it, it's like people are like, oh, he plays sax. And then they're like, oh, he actually plays sax. This is fucking awesome. Um, so it's fun. It's, it's definitely a fun part of the set. And I've, I've actually taken it out into the crowd with like a wireless mic before and just kind of mosh pitted with the saxophone. And it's it's pretty fun. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, you know, the, the saxophone, only one up to buy the flaming saxophone. So uh, get get some flames blown out of that thing and uh, and, and one up yourself and play that in video. <laughs> yeah, I haven't done that yet. Yeah. Flaming saxophone, that's next on the list. Yeah. Um, if you get, if you get <laughs> oh, no, harmed by it, that wasn't my idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Let me tell great. you, that doesn't go well if people are chucking underpants at you and they just burst into flames. So uh, maybe maybe, yeah, you know, maybe I don't just think forget that's it. Yeah. Very sanitary either. Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, I don't think throwing your your panties on the stage is sanitary to begin with, but uh, it doesn't stop people from doing it. (laughs) Oh, Mike, you should next next time you do a concert, you should throw your triple X panties into the crowd. (laughs) (laughs) Just give it back to the fans because you're you're not a big guy, right? So you should like you should pull them out of like oh that'd be just amazing. You have to do it. Funny. Yeah, <laughs> just like a new just, pair of underwear tucked down the front of the pants and just yeah, whip exactly. them out. <laughs> just slingshot That's them out. That's so funny. <laughs> so here's the question: Would I um would I do it like before I played the solo? Would I do it after the solo, or would I wait until somebody throws a pair of underwear, see theirs, stop playing? Take mine out and throw it back. Yes. Oh, totally yes. that. That is the one. Yeah. That is the one. <laughs> the problem is you never know when that's going to happen, right? So you're going to have to wear a triple X uh, ladies' panties during every performance going forward. Yes. What do you mean you never know when that's going to happen? <laughs> every time it's going to happen. <laughs> what are you talking about? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> there's, there's prepared and then there's over prepared. Um, hmm. You know, it's funny uh, when you're talking about like, at what point do you do this? I feel like if you were to do it before you start the solo, people could just walk out because <laughs> they'd be like, what the hell was that? <laughs> <What just> <laughs> you could do it Clear afterwards and that would get a chuckle, but nothing would be funnier than after someone throws them at you, you throw them back. <laughs> yeah. As yeah, you're yeah, making yeah. direct eye contact with the person that threw the first pair and winking. Take yeah. it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, the idea is planted. That's it. (laughs) We'll be waiting for that show. (laughs) Instant subscribe if that happens. Yeah. Yeah, that, that you know what that would just go viral. It, it, it you know it'd be even funnier than the, the pair that's landed on your shoulder at that point, right? It it would be actually that you know what that could be what takes me to the next level, guys. Yeah. I, and I, <laughs> I appreciate this. This is great. Just remember your friends here when when it happens. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Bruno Mars. So you said your yep. you said you mentioned your your EPs tomorrow drops tomorrow tomorrow. What's yeah. uh what platforms everything. Everything, yeah. That's beauty. Every platform, man. It's um, it's it's super exciting. It's you know, I dropped my first song uh, a year ago, mm-hmm. and that was like crazy. Just just because you never, you don't know what's gonna happen when you put your music out there, right? Like you have no idea, especially because I put it out independently. Yep. So it could totally tank, mm-hmm. um, or it could you know do okay, or it could just do so many things, or you could get like people writing you being like, Hey man, you know, like hate mail, which I don't really care for anymore. But at the time, like it's, it's definitely a scary thing. And I got insanely lucky with my first single. It actually went to Canadian radio. Uh, and then that kind of became like a catapult for the rest of the project. But, um, you know, now more than ever, I'm not, I'm not necessarily so nervous to put it out, but I'm more just really excited for people to hear these new songs and just pumped to get it out. Well, they sound nice. great, and and you should be because uh, the you know obviously you're going to start seeing those numbers go up, and uh, uh, you know this is kind of the exciting times because as you watch people hit your videos and and those those uh, numbers skyrocketing, it's uh, it's like getting that appreciation, even though it's like you know you don't have someone out there telling you all the time, but as you see the numbers going up, you're like people love this, people are are, are listening to it or or watching it and rewatching it. And uh, and that in itself is is uh, showing you how much people are enjoying your music. Yeah, no, it's 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 awesome. And like with not being able to play live, you know, for the past three plus months, uh, everything has moved online. So 
my life now <laughs> is so different than it used to be. It's funny, man. Like I have, um, I have some siblings and, and friends who all kind of work, uh, you know, pretty normal jobs like mm-hmm. finance, law, you know, things like that. And they're like, Mike, what's a normal day for you? Like, and I'm just like, yeah, there's never a normal day ever. <laughs> just <laughs> like, wake up to send them a selfie of you in your underwear eating a giant bowl of cereal. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. It's gotta be Cookie Crisp too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh man. oh man, I have to ask you. Okay, so even though I'm not, uh, I don't put myself out there. I have to say, like, um, as I make new music, I find that, and I have to ask you if you do this too. But like, if I look back on a song that I wrote uh, and and saved, you know, a year ago, and I do a new song. I'm always like super critical of um, the stuff that that was out before because I I would have used like a new technology or I've done something different or I've tweaked something just a little bit better on the new song. So I look back on my old songs. I'm like, oh, those were shit. This one's going to be awesome. Do you do you do the same thing? Like, do you feel that evolution of your music as time goes on? Um, Yeah, 100%. I I would say it's a little different for me. I kind of took like a almost like a disciplined approach to songwriting. So like, you know, the first song that I wrote, (laughs) I mean, the title says how terrible it is. The title was um, Hoping Heart. Hoping Heart. Are are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? (laughs) Hoping Heart? Are you kidding me? Like, you know what I mean? And so that was that was the first song I wrote. And and yeah, the lyrics are just as terrible as you'd think they would be. Like, hoping hard, get out of here. Um, <laughs> but anyways, to, to, you know, I wrote after that, I probably wrote like five or 600 songs. Um, you know, and out of those, a couple of them were fine. And then I wrote another five or 600 songs. And out of those, like, you know, a bunch of them were, were I was cool with them. And I, I liked what they were saying. But it did. It took me a really long time to like, continue because each time i would look back i would go no this isn't good no this isn't good no this isn't good now i'm at a point where i've been writing for so long that i can look back and and actually be happy with some songs that i've already released and a lot of songs that i've written but it took me forever to get there and and like i said hoping heart you know so (laughs) (laughs) you know people are now going to try to go back and and listen to this old track right (laughs) well that was never released luckily i actually played that uh at the manhattan school of music for my senior recital and it actually got the biggest applause out of anything i played that entire night but i think that was just because everybody felt really bad for me It's probably good. Like, keep hoping, Mike. Keep hoping. Exactly. I'm so proud of you, Mike. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Right That's on. Great. So uh, maybe we should turn around and uh, get into the second half of our show with uh, Maddie's Rapid Fire Questions. Rapid Fire Questions. All right, we're going to get to know you here. You ready? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no. They're not that rapid. No. no, it's true. There's no wrong answers. <laughs> no, okay. take your time yeah. if you want. All right, here we go. Question number one. What made-up word would you register into the English language? Mm. Oh, God. That's a really 
tough question only because I don't want to waste it because there are so many times where I'm like, I wish this was a word. <laughs> now's your um, chance. Now's your chance. Now's my chance. Mine's discombobulated. I think that's actually been put somewhere now. Has it? Is that a word? Yeah, I think I think uh, because so many really? people use it. Yeah. Oh, huh. I'll look that up after the show. I guess. I Us. guess. I guess it would have to be funnest. Funnest. Yeah. 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 Funnest. Only because it it irks me so much that it's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone and everyone says it. So if it yeah. was right, right, then then I would get rid of that. Yeah. The funnest. Yeah. <laughs> the, the funnest awesome. day of my life. Yeah. Why not? Yep. Yeah. yeah. It works. I like funnest. Well, fun, funner is also a good one. Yes. Yep. <laughs> oh man, the inner me just wants to be like more fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I'm a bit of a grammar Nazi. Yep. Uh, scariest dream that you can remember. Scariest dream. Um, I do actually have a lot of scary dreams. Um, but I would, I would have to say, and this was when I was young. Now, now it's not very scary, but definitely it used to scare the crap out of me. Um, I was probably six or seven years old. And when I used to live, you know, at my folks place, they had this bed and there was this, um, kind of like a long, it was almost like a circular hallway that went all the way around the bed and then all the way around like the other room that was behind the bed. And I used to have a dream that, um, two raptors, and this was because I, I saw Jurassic Park when I shouldn't have, yep. my yep. parents told me not to, <laughs> two, two, two raptors would, um, chase me around that room and and it was like a loop it was like a tiktok and it wouldn't stop <laughs> and i and then and then eventually uh and i'm sure you guys have had this because this is like a classic dream where gravity just starts to pull you down to the point where like you have difficulty walking and running like yep. you just can't yeah. anymore yeah and then the rappers would catch me and i would wake up it was terrifying Oh, so you got the you were like the the claustrophobic and being eaten by raptors that's that's a double whammy there so yeah plus the plus, plus the gravity thing whatever you call that i don't know yeah. what you call well that. that's yeah. that's what i'm saying yeah. it makes you feel claustrophobic when gravity's pulling you down i know exactly what you're talking about because you're being sucked to the floor you feel like you can't move yeah. Like that. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. well okay yeah. as long as you woke up before they eviscerated you that's uh you don't you don't want to get halfway into that and then you wake up <laughs> uh you get to choose right. one superpower what would you pick um Wow, that's these are really good questions because there are a lot. <laughs> invisibility is one that I think of a lot. Yeah, um, yep. invisibility would be pretty awesome because you could like go into a room and hear what record executives are saying uh, and try to get right. ahead of the curve. That I'm would be glad, pretty I'm glad cool. You I mean, I'd use it for different reasons, way. but yeah, record execs. <laughs> what, what, what was that? <laughs> I said I'm glad you didn't go the weird, the, like the weird perverted way. And then Maddie spoke up, and we know exactly where he was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Matt was going back to the beach. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. With, the, with, with yeah. the girls. Back to the chair. Um, and I yeah. ain't saving no one. I'm just watching. <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> was that weird? That's yeah, creepy okay. and, and uh, yeah, that's creepy and perverted all at the same time. Yeah, Good job, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> all right, invisibility. Uh, yeah, I love I would, it. I, uh, I what's would your... say invisibility. Yeah. Yep. All right. Earliest childhood memory? Uh, I was two. And I almost drowned. Um, I sunk to the bottom of a pool. And I just remember it being the coolest experience of my life. 
Um, and, and it's it's crazy, man. Like a lot of a lot of people that I've spoken to, their first memory is also has to do with drowning. Like if they had a memory from when they were two or three. Um, I don't know what it is about us humans, but we seem to remember that. And so, yeah, I, I basically just jumped into a, a swimming pool, uh, not realizing that my water wings were off. Mm. And um, my brother, uh, who's 11 years older, saw me. And, you know, because of that, he got uh, everybody involved and they just went and got me from the deep end. But I do remember just sitting like cross-legged and staring around and just, it, it was just so, so cool. So that was my first memory. My first instinct was to be like, you know, don't do this at home, children's disclaimer. Uh, but let's be honest, children don't listen to our show. So that's, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't try and it with children, your kids. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, what, uh, what activity makes you the happiest? Um, probably wakeboarding. Yeah. Nice. I would that's say. A good one. It's kind we of haven't the first had thing that before. That comes to mind. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love it. It's, uh, I just feel, I feel so comfortable on the water. Um, and I, I've been like a board guy since I was super young. Like I used to skate all the time uh -huh. and then I, I snowboarded for a long time, but broke way too many bones. So stop doing that. Um, and then, you know, turn that into wakeboarding. So I, I would say definitely like wakeboarding or surfing or, or kind of anything on a board. Um, I, I really love. So as you're hitting all these elements, uh, have you tried uh, doing the, the 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 board and skydiving? Because yeah, that's that's only the next obvious obvious one, right? Is 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 now air? I haven't done that. Well, you know, I mean, I I like to think that I spend time in the air when I wakeboard, <laughs> but uh, I I don't know. I yeah, I'm, I'm getting older now, so I'm trying to do like less and less inverts. But yep. I haven't I haven't done the skydiving thing, um, or the you know that I don't even know what you'd call it, but yeah. that like boarding in the air. Um, like crazy, Tommy but... from the Power Rangers movie, Tony? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I never watched He's... the Power Rangers movie, but I'm, I'm going to trust you on that one because I know that. Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. No, my generation it's... was the actual TV show, uh, not not the movies. <laughs> what yeah. color you know was I thought about again? the other day? Yeah. What if the putties, uh, like they were just innocent, but they couldn't speak English? So, and they were just saying like, don't hit us. We're, yeah. we're innocent. We right? But it came out like... <laughs> And the Power Rangers were like, let's kill them. Yeah. <laughs> that was the original form of, uh, of of injustice right there. We don't understand what he's saying. Kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I don't know why I thought of that. Oh, wow. Just anyways, yeah. I thought I'd share. All right. Next question. <laughs> what foreign language would you like to learn? Italian. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Italian. Straight up Italian. Uh, I was just there. And it's just such a nice language, man. I love it. I just like cool. to be able to order dinner without looking like an idiot. Yeah. yeah. And also just like <laughs> the, you know, the wine list. To, to, I don't know. You just sound like a boss when you talk in Italian. It's true. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, if you could choose a decade to live in for a while, which one would you pick? Oh, that would definitely be. The, it, it would be in between like some, sometime in the 50s or the 60s yeah, um, yes. only because I, you know, I, I'm like a saxophone player and that was kind of pop music back then or like, I guess, 30s, 40s, 50s, that whole era. But 50s, 60s, you had that whole like Miles Davis, John Coltrane era. Mm -hmm. So to be alive in those times would be so cool as a musician. I, I would have been awesome. 
Yeah. Very cool. Sure. Great answer. Um, yeah. Do you have a go-to joke? No. No? That's fair. Hey, some people <laughs> do, some people don't. We got to yeah. ask. Yep. Definitely not. I have a go-to, like, really corny joke that I do when it's PG, when people are like, hey, what's your music joke? And I, just say one, and I just yeah. say one because it's so incredibly bad, and I say it straight face. Um, what What do you expect when you go to see uh, a Mike Ruby show with the uh, symphony? What? Sax and violins. <laughs> so good it works yep. <laughs> I like yeah, it. that's my that's my really bad go-to but it's I try to not use that it's okay it's a good dad joke yeah we hey, can pull that off awesome icebreaker yep hey if you tell that's that like to a chick and she joke. sticks around just marry her yep <laughs> <laughs> um First movie that made you cry? Um, hmm. First movie. Dude, I don't know. I'm I'm such an emotional musician, it's not okay. Like <laughs> every movie me, makes him sh- cry. <laughs> dude, show me show me a puppy hugging his owner and I've got a tear in my eye. It's pathetic. <laughs> pathetic. Um yeah, and, and especially with movies too. It's like there's something about that that makes me cry more so than like things even in real life. Um, I don't, I don't, it's, I don't know what it is. It's kind of weird. I just, I sense the emotion super quickly, and then boom, there's like there's a tear. So I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm also surprised that I'm telling this to you guys right now. <laughs> <laughs> so are we? Yeah, it's amazing. Cool. <laughs> uh, but definitely, like I, I've always been kind of like that emotional person I, I can always like sense when somebody else is emotional so i couldn't tell you the first movie um because it's probably every single freaking one <laughs> marley well, i won't leave really you hanging i'll tell you yep. a secret uh every two years ish i uh, throw on marley and me and i cry like a schoolgirl that got dumped at prom for like an hour <laughs> or two just to get it out wow so that's awesome there you go now don't feel so bad um, I mean, maybe I guess I could tell you. You know, maybe Rambo was the first one. Yeah. No. I was gonna say I'm not sure where, but maybe, maybe like, just the yeah. performance value. But yeah, okay. <laughs> like, damn, this guy wasn't lying. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Uh, he killed everyone. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you believe in aliens? No. Oh, no, our second I don't. no. Actually, you know what? You know what? I shouldn't say that. Actually, I do. I do. It's just that when I hear the, the word alien, uh, it makes me think of like, you know, a green headed creature that looks like the aliens that humans have kind of drawn up. And okay. no, mm-hmm. definitely. A hundred percent. No. Okay. Um, but I a hundred and fifty percent believe that there are other life forms, plural, like multiple plural out there because of the size of our universe. Um, I I just, I just think we may never be able to know them or see them, but yeah, I I definitely believe in, in lots of life out there. Just not like the kind of ridiculous alien image that most people think of when they hear the word, which is why right away I was like, no, no, yeah. (laughs) It's funny. You don't believe in the ones that are 
let me touch your butthole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. The probing no. ones. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. That's it's cool. really funny. Actually, just like five seconds before we, we went to air, um, I, I got a notification on my Apple Watch about uh, uh, apparently uh, potential alien life forms found in Jupiter or around Jupiter. So uh, now I got to dig and find out more about that. So well, crazy. Titan, I mean, but they... yeah. Yeah. Oh. isn't isn't Titan uh, and it's uh, it's a similar moon to Earth? They believe that that uh, Titan could... Titan has had an atmosphere at one point. Yes. All right, I wow. wouldn't nerd too much, yeah. but I it mean, would make this, sense. Yeah. No, but that's the thing. It's just like this is our one little solar system and you look at our next door neighbor of Mars and they had water running through, which means they had a lot of life at one point. Uh-huh. And then you look at this and, and like, you think about how many solar systems there are. I mean, I don't know, <laughs> but yeah. I know that there are millions, um, potentially yeah. billions. Yeah. And, and just when you look up at the sky and you realize that every star is a sun, you're like, come on, there's, there's a hundred percent life out there. A hundred percent. We can't be the only ones. No, yeah, not at all. Yeah. All right, eleven. How would you spend a hundred million dollars? Oh, um, how would I spend it? That would take me a long time to answer. Um, <laughs> but but maybe what's like the first thing I would I would buy? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, sure. yeah. yeah. Yep. Pick the top because three I, things that you would do. Top three things. Okay. Um, number one, I would take a vacation right now. Like right now, I would I would purchase a plane ticket, even in COVID, to like a remote <laughs> island, and just piss off for like a long time. Oh, maybe not right now. Maybe not right now because of the EP is coming out tomorrow. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> but maybe maybe for like for all of August, you know, I would just want to get away to some beautiful remote place. And there are a couple places that I really want to travel to that haven't been checked off yet. So definitely travel would be would be number one. Number two. Um, oh man, now I sound like a terrible person because I was going to say like, I want to buy, buy a house. Like, a really that's nice fair. Buy a house, that's man. Fair. That's buy a great house. answer. You're a hundred million. Uh, yeah, I've got a hundred million. And then, and then also number three, I would probably want to get involved with like giving back because that's something that I actually don't do right now too often. Like I play a couple charity shows, but just because, you know, as an artist, uh, especially like a brand new artist, I don't have too much at the moment. So yeah. All I can give is my time. So I feel like, it, you know, if I were to have those funds, I could put a lot of them away, be a little bit more comfortable, donate more of my time, and then also donate some money to, especially like what's happening right now in the U.S., you know, um, and, and across the world, um, mm-hmm. just for equality. I would I would just try to get more involved in uh, in all of the things that I've always wanted to. That's cool. It's amazing. Great answer. Love it. Um if you didn't have to worry about PETA, what exotic animal would you domesticate? And it was socially acceptable by other people. They're like, no, that's cool. Yeah. You got a, you got a serval or whatever the hell it's going to be. Uh, it, would, it would probably, geez, especially after Tiger King, it would probably be some sort of lion. All right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'd go yep. lion, I think, Big too. Cats. Or lemur. Those are pretty cool. Lemur. I like lemurs. Yeah. Yeah. Just because they stand on their back feet. Yeah, they, they pop up and it's like the cutest thing in the world. But you know, <laughs> also, if, if this is a secondary to the previous question, I would build a shark tank. All right. Cool. Yeah. With freaking yeah. laser beams attached <laughs> to their heads. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. 
I really like want to see that. Just slowly gets like popular musician to to evil uh, overlord. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the transition is interesting. <laughs> I love it. Oh, from from right. Thir- thirteen. Yeah. What uh, what's your biggest pet peeve? What what drives you crazy? Um. Toronto traffic. I would, I would say, yeah, yeah, actually, dude. Toronto and LA traffic is up there. Toronto traffic is worse than LA. Yeah, um, I've heard that. But I would, I would also say, like, people who, who like, one hundred and ten percent affirmatively give you their word on something and then just flake. Oh yeah, I hate that. <laughs> yeah, it's I hate like, that. and dude, like that happens so much. And for some things, like. For some things, in my opinion, flaking is cool. Like if it's not a big deal or if it's something small and somebody forgets, it's like, all right, you know, that happens. But if it's like a big deal and somebody flakes and then they're all unapologetic about it, it's like, mm, no, I'm done. We're done. Yep. That's it. Yep. yep. Fair enough. <laughs> I yeah, actually probably hate it. that. That's one of mine, actually. Yep. It's, so, it yeah. really pisses me off. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. I always say, it's funny, I always tell people, half of a relationship is just showing up for shit and yeah, if you can't do that then you're already failing at half the relationship yeah 100 so. percent. yeah uh 14 what was the last thing you did just for yourself um i went to the driving range <laughs> nice yeah nice that's uh, uh yeah i uh that's another thing that i enjoy not probably not as much as board sports but um kind of whenever whenever i just am a little bit too like i've been working too much and like haven't had enough time to like create because i find if i'm working a ton but it's in the studio like writing music or performing music um i never i never really am in a bad mood to be honest like i'm I'm in a good place but if i'm doing like a bunch of paperwork and, and you know applying for this applying for that um dealing with like some you know managing a lot of different things uh then i start to get like a little bit tensed up and i'm like i need to go let this all out so i'll I'll just go like smash some balls at the range um i've only done that once this summer i'd like to i'd like to do a little bit more golfing this summer but uh, i also haven't gotten wakeboarding this summer yet so that's that's another kind of way of just getting rid of all that stuff right on nice nice and uh what's the best thing you've ever eaten um, best thing I ever had was in Italy. Um, it was actually a Bourdain, um, restaurant. It was like on his list and it was 45 minutes outside of Rome, little, uh, local restaurant. They do like, like actual farm to table, like they own a farm and they import everything. And I have never in my life had like a better cacio e pepe pasta. Um, the wines were so so incredible every single thing that we had was was like the freshest thing i've had in my life and it's it's amazing how good the food was at that restaurant like every bite i was like no this isn't possible nice. <laughs> um, that was yeah that was i think that was the best meal I've, I've ever had in my life for sure beauty and the final question what's your favorite podcast that you've been on in the last 12 hours in the last 12 hours Yep. Um, probably CTVs. Uh, they did one <laughs> called, 
Damn right, you, CTV. Well, you beat us again. The freaking awesome podcast. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, uh, we really appreciate all your, your time, Mike. Uh, do you have uh, some social media links or uh, people where people can uh, listen to uh, some of your tracks and uh, where they can be waiting for the next one? Yeah, definitely. Um, you guys can pick your poison, but it's just at Mike Ruby Music. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. All across the board, kind of the same. Yeah, all yeah. across the board. Um, trying to think. Keep it simple. I, I don't think the only the only thing that isn't Mike Ruby music is my website, which is mikeruby.com. Okay. But uh, other than that, literally everything is is at Mike Ruby music, and there are like what 181 social media websites now. Wow. Is that right? 182. No, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no it's like wow, I'm really out of the circle. I think I look at five. <laughs> <laughs> that's, just, that's just what it feels like. I mean, yep. to be honest, I'm I spend most of my time on Instagram. Uh, and then I spend like, you know, a bit of time on TikTok, Snapchat, Facebook, and YouTube, uh, and a little bit on Twitter. So they're kind of the main ones that I do. Amazing. Well, uh, nice, we will man. post that all up on our website under our guest section. And uh, for anybody who's listening on the road, uh, just jump over there and you can uh, catch uh, any of his links and uh, play this back at any point and, and listen to uh, more of the uh, wonderful things in uh, Mike Ruby's life, uh, as well as upcoming uh, um, EPs and events. Yeah, I'll check out your EP tomorrow, man. Yeah, can't wait. And uh, I appreciate if you that. ever need a, if you ever need a sick rap verse on anything, just uh, shoot me a message. Yep. For real? Yeah, you gotta gotta. Yeah, get, absolutely. Listen to some of Matt's stuff. It's it's pretty good. What's your um What's your rap name? Uh, it's funny. I got so my last name's Guy, and so okay. when I all through college, I got Geyser, and it just stuck. Geyser. <laughs> yep. Yep. So I just yeah, went. Geyser just got. Good. That's crazy. Yeah. It just stuck, so I never really gave it much thought. It just well, that's what everybody started calling me, so it stuck. Matty G, Matty G, <laughs> you know what they call Matty G. Yep. <laughs> I, that's that what one. I actually thought. Geyser's awesome. I actually love Geyser. Yeah. Thanks, man. That's cool. Right yeah, on. Well, sweet. well, well. Yeah. I was gonna say, send me, send me some music for real. I'd love to hear it. All right, brother. I'll send it to you. Yep, you're on the block. Okay. I finally put you out there, Matt. You can't deny it now. <laughs> Tony. Yep. Yep. It's true. I'm whoring you out, my friend. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. Right on. Excellent. Thank you very much for all your time, uh, Mike. And uh, we hope to uh, be able to circle back around with you and have you back on the show at some point. Awesome. It was great talking with you guys. Thanks. You too. You Take too, care. man. Take care. All right. You too. Bye. Bye. Cheers. So this is a good time for us to pitch our social media. You could get us on our website. Thefap.ca. On uh, Twitter is the Fab Four. You can get us on Instagram. Is the Fab Podcast. Don't forget our Facebook. The Freaking Awesome Podcast. And uh, you can always reach out via email. The Fab Podcast at gmail.com. I'm on the air. We on the air. We got this pocket. Ah, uh, uh, not again. What a tweet. Eh? <laughs>